Hey there, future fans. It is a new week and we um we don't have a lot. I mean, there are quite a few movies coming out, but you have to keep in mind that these are all of the movies that don't mind going up against Avengers. So we don't have a lot of big films, but maybe, just maybe, there's something interesting to catch. This is the week of May 4th, 2018, and this is episode 87 of Future Flicks with Billiam. Welcome to the show. Welcome. I am fresh off of watching Avengers Infinity War. That's part of why this episode is going to be late. Um, I had a lot of stuff going on this week. Maybe I will eventually tell you. Maybe I will tell you what it is, because some of you care. I do have some friends that listen to this. But for right now, I'll just say that there are some personal things I am working towards, and it took up a lot of the week, or a lot of my days off, at least. And I had to see Avengers because I didn't want to risk any spoilers. It it had already been the full weekend. I ended up seeing Avengers on Monday. Sorry, Tuesday. I forgot what day it is. I I ended up seeing Avengers on Tuesday. And I don't want to give any spoilers, but there should be a YouTube video I, I have posted soon. Hopefully it's already up, so I would check it out. If it is up, I will provide a link in the show notes. Otherwise, you can just check out the somewhat nerdy YouTube page, which, yes, it is a thing. We used to post videos and I do miss those because I I, for those of you who didn't know, um, I had never heard of somewhat nerdy until a friend of mine said, hey, you write movie reviews. I I had a very small blog that had like five, literally three, (laughs) three to five viewers, all friends and family. And this friend of mine who was one of the who was one of the people who read the blog said, hey, there's this website looking for writers, and then I, I applied. And so I did go back and look at all the stuff they had done, and I liked what I saw, so I applied. And part of that was watching their videos. And I do miss the uh, the unboxings. I wish they still did those, but I understand. I understand why they do not. Stuff like that takes a lot of time, and, um, you know, Snarf Chris kind of ha- kind of has his hands full with a family and two, two podcasts. So uh, I'll, we'll let him off the hook for that one. Anyway, I posted something. I kind of want to do more. I've been wanting to do videos for a while, but I had this whole setup in mind. Like I wanted to be like a, some Philip DeFranco esque YouTube channel, but I realized that, you know, maybe he's been doing it for quite a few years (laughs) and, um, he's gotten good, has better equipment than I do. So I thought, Hey, I'm I'm just going to use my phone. I'm going to use this crappy little camera I have. I'm going to use whatever I have and just put out stuff. What is that stuff? I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell, but we do have a show to talk about, so let me tell you who I am, just in case you're new and you're wondering who is this golden voice man talking to you through your headphones. Well, I am Billiam. I work for SomewhatNerdy.com. I am the second podcast on the network. We have the flagship podcast, Somewhat Nerdy Radio, then there's me, then there's the third podcast, and it's not lesser in any way, it's just the third one that started, that is Nerds of the Squared Circle. And if some of you, some of you new listeners may have come over from them, because maybe you met them at WrestleMania, and maybe they handed you a flyer, and you're like, oh, I should check this out. Well, thank you, thank you, and I hope you like what you hear. 
and I, I do hope you stick around. Once again, I am Billiam. This is my show, Future Flicks with Billiam. And on this show, I go over every movie that, that comes out during the week and I tell you what it's about and who's in it. And I break them up into categories. I've limited releases. And in the limited releases, I tell you just what it's about and who's in it. Sometimes I'll say a couple things about it, but I really won't go in depth. And then there are the wider releases and also limited releases that interest me. And for those, I will tell you who's in them, what they're about, give my full thoughts on them, and then end it all with a score, which I call the Billiams Interest Level Score, or the Bill Score. That can go from a zero for the most awful movies, those, those special movies like Meet the Feebles, movies that shouldn't be watched by anyone, and then an 11 for those movies that take it up that extra notch. And mind you, when I give these ratings, it is based only on the trailer and anything I may have read because I do not get early access to these movies. So I am basing my whole score on what they have provided us, on what this company has provided us for, for food for thought when it comes to regarding or thinking of their movie. The show always starts first with news. Well, okay, first with me rambling a bit and then doing an introduction and then news and trailers. I wrap it all up with a question of the week, which we don't have many answers for. And I thought this was a really easy one. So I thought we'd get a little more, more answers out there. So I will tweet a reminder tomorrow. And so if I get any before I start editing, I will put them in. But anyway, we have somewhere to go. And no, it's not the trailer trove. Not yet. We have to go into the first segment, which as always is the news. There's some news from Guillermo del Toro. He's set to co-write and produce a movie based on the series of kids books called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Did any of you read those when you were kids? I did, and they were f***ing baller. I loved them. They were great. They were amazing books. I, I loved all the stories. Some of them really freaked me out. Some of them were funny. I think I found some of them funny because I'm sick in the head, but we'll, you'll learn that. The, the more the show goes on, you'll learn that. With Del Toro behind this, it's going to be at least good, or at least fun. And we will see where it goes. This story came from Hollywood Reporter. Empire Magazine released a first look of Remy Malek as Freddie Mercury. To find this amazing picture, you can either find it on my Instagram, at BilliamSWN. And oh crap, I never went over that opening housekeeping. Okay, really quick, opening housekeeping, let, let's get it done. You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website and Facebook page. You can reach me via email at billiamreviews at gmail.com. You can reach me through Twitter and Instagram at billiamswn. You can leave a comment on SoundCloud, on the Facebook page, or on the Somewhat Nerdy website. And I will promise I will get back to you. And if I ever miss something you say, which does happen, just ask Critter. I will get back to you as soon as I can, and I will humbly apologize. Okay, that was quick, right? So anyway, you can find this picture of Freddie Mercury on my Instagram, or, you know, Google it, but it's really creepy how much like Freddie Mercury Malik looks in this picture. When I first saw the picture, I thought it was just a Freddie Mercury picture. I first saw it on Reddit and I thought someone was just trolling us going out, oh, trying to be funny, but no, it really is. And it's amazing. So hopefully, hopefully he does more than look the part. And I know folks, I know, I know what's really been on your minds and I'm here. I am here to put your minds at ease. Hollywood Reporter has done us a favor. They have come from on high and bestowed knowledge upon us. They have reported that a sequel to the 2000 movie Chicken Run is in the works. I know I'm a little moist just thinking about it. That's how excited I am. 
This is a whole new director and a new writer, so I hope they can recapture the amazing magic of the first one. And maybe we'll see a good sequel to the greatest movie ever made. Moving on from that, Variety. Variety is reporting that Jesse Plemons has the role of the villain in Jungle Cruise. If you do not remember, this is the next Disney ride turned movie. Because remember folks, Pirates of the Caribbean was a ride first, a movie of a very successful movie franchise second. The star of the movie, of course, is the always amazing and always funny Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So I look forward to seeing these two work together. Jesse Plemons, of course, is from movies like Game Night, Black Mass, and Hostels. He was also in an episode of Black Mirror. Let's move on with the news. Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones, Narcos, and Kingsman 2 has joined the cast of Wonder Woman 2. His character has been kept under wraps. The only confirmed actors in this movie are Gal Gadot reprising her role as Diana and Kristen Wiig playing Cheetah. This film has a tentative release date of November 1st, 2019, and this story came from Variety. And finally in the news, Steven Spielberg has confirmed, and ComingSoon.net has reported, that Peter Jackson is taking the helm of The Adventures of Tintin, Prisoners of the Sun. It is rumored that Jamie Bell and Andy Serkis will be reprising their roles as Tintin and Haddock, respectively. The Adventures of Tintin was a huge deal in, in the world of cartoons and graphic novels. I remember growing up hearing about it, and it, it wasn't until a few years ago that I got my first Tintin comic, and it was uh, it was great. And the movie did okay. Fans of the series liked it. Um, it. It was met with okay reviews from what I remember, and now we have a sequel coming out, so we will see how that goes. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of news to talk about. So let's take a walk. Will you come with me into the trailer trove? Avast, and welcome to the trailer trove. All right, we have another trailer for the man who killed Don Quixote. This is the long-awaited movie from writer, director, producer, and former Monty Python member Terry Gilliam. This movie has been in pre-production for eons and it's now seen the light of day but i'm wondering if the wait will be worth it has the hype built built up so much that nothing can match up to it and don't get me wrong this isn't hype like uh, like avengers infinity war this isn't hype like a star wars or star trek movie this is hype from people who have been hearing rumblings about this movie in the indie movie scene for a while people who remember the movie brazil and go yes i will watch something else that terry gilliam does because he is amazing but the trailer just looked okay i, I mean it looked like I i'll definitely watch it but it, it doesn't it doesn't grab me. It doesn't make me want to see it. It stars Adam Driver and Jonathan Price, two actors I really like, but like I said, the trailer didn't wow me. This movie is about Toby, who at one time worked with a man who had to play Don Quixote in a movie or TV show or ad for something. I don't know what it is. But later, Toby returns to find the man swearing he really is Don Quixote. This movie doesn't have an American release date yet, but it is set to premiere at, at the Cannes Film Festival. Crazy Rich Asians has a trailer, and uh, I would have thought I would have been all over this due to the underrepresentation of Asians in Hollywood. Uh, but this looks like a pretty shitty movie, and you know, you all know how much it bothers me that all these other groups have protested. We've seen Oscars So White, we've seen 
people bitching that not enough women uh, from directors, producers, writers are being nominated for things. But where the f*** is anyone talking about Asians? Asians just sit back all meekly going, oh, no, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. You don't have to nominate us for anything. While all these other groups are screaming their f***ing heads off. Well, here we go. We have a movie that's all about Asians and stars almost all Asians. And, um, looks like this movie. I don't want to see it. We've seen this film a million times before. Hell, I'm pretty sure Tyler Perry had a version of this movie. That's how basic it is. This couple in this movie is dating and the woman meets the guy's mom. Turns out the guy's loaded and the mom hates the woman because she thinks that her son should be dating someone of class. The woman has to stand her ground while the man has to choose family or love. This story is f***ing basic. And I'm sad. I'm sad that we're getting a release. Not a, not a big release, mind you. Not a big release at all. But we're getting a release with a fully Asian cast. And it uh, looks like a shit movie. All right, folks. There, there's a little movie coming out on August 31st this year. Starring a man named Miles Truitt who really hasn't done much besides a scattering of TV shows, but it also stars Jack Rayner, Dennis Quaid, James Franco, and Zoe Kravitz. The film is called Kin, and it's about this young man who finds a futuristic weapon when he stumbles upon a bunch of dead bodies of some aliens, and, and he takes a gun. Because why the f*** not? You're a kid, you see the space blaster, of course you're going to grab it. Well, his older brother is involved in some really bad stuff, and the kid uses the weapon to save the brother, but guess what? It gets the attention of everyone. It gets the attention of not only the gang his brother is involved with, but the cops and the surviving alien soldiers. And this looks pretty good. I cannot wait. And finally in the trove, we got another trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, and uh, I'm still sold. I want to see this. I just wish that there was more Michael Pena in the trailer because action, fancy shots. Yes, it's a Marvel movie. We know we're going to get that. But show me what I care about. I care about Michael Pena. That's why I wanted a sequel to Ant-Man. That is why anyone wanted a sequel to Ant-Man. Ant-Man was a really good movie. Michael Pena made it great. Unless they're hiding all the amazing Michael Pena scenes from us making us beg for it, thus going to the movie to see it. That, that's what I hope is happening. Well, everyone, that is it for the trailer trove. And we are going to get into the limited releases. But before we do that, it is time for our first break so we can hear a word from our friends at Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Stay tuned. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, new movie reviews, bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Find us on every podcast app or stream it on somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Welcome back, everyone, and let's just jump right into it. Let's try and make this a 30-minute episode, shall we? I really don't think I'm going to make that timeline, but um, let's let's keep this one on the shorter side. The first limited release this week is called Racer and the Jailbird. This is the love story between Gigi, a high-flying gangster, and BB, a young racing driver with upper-class roots. This is a Belgian movie starring Matthias Schoenarts from The Drop and Adele... Exarchopolis from Blue is the Warmest Color. And I I copied that premise, premise from IMDb, and I just realized now that the, that the names that IMDb listed and the names that were said in the trailer are 
different. So Gigi and BB were said in IMDb, but it's Gino and Benedict. If anyone cares, uh, this looks this looks interesting. If you want to see a moderately interesting Belgian movie, check this one out. The next limited release this week is called Alex and the List. Alex is a lovable dog trainer who is in love with Catherine, a smart and talented woman. He decides to pop the question, but is met with a list. She has thought out a list on improvements he could make to make them the ideal couple. He was originally against the idea until a new man comes into the picture. The stars Jennifer Morrison from Once Upon a Time, Karen Gillian from Doctor Who, and Patrick Fugit from Almost Famous. And you know what? Fugit to this movie. It's a stupid idea. If you are in a relationship, man or woman, if you're in a relationship and your significant other comes up to you with a list going, hey, before we get married, you have to change all this stuff. You say, F you and you walk away. Because that's not how it works. That's not how you do things. And it's so shitty. It's so shitty of a thing to do that it it turns me off seeing this movie at all. Also, the movie doesn't look very good. So there's that. But even if it looked good, even, even if it had people I liked, I wouldn't want to see this. Okay, that's a lie. It has two people I like. I like Jennifer Morrison and Karen Gillian. But e even then, I don't want to see this. Chances are this movie is going to end one of two ways. One, his soon-to-be wife, or at least his girlfriend, will see that it's miserable. It's making him miserable making all these changes for her. And then she'll go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of my heart now and not my bitchy brain. You don't have to change anymore. Too bad you already got that circumcision. Or two, which is the one I would prefer, he leaves her because she's a stuck-up bitch. Okay, let's move on. The next movie of the week is called The Guardians. Women are left behind to work a family farm during the Great War. And this stars French people because this is a French film. I guess this is the French version of Rosie the Riveter where we can do it. But instead of like building planes as we can pick turnips too or something like that. I, I don't know. The next movie on the list is a movie called The Desert Bride. This is the story of Teresa, a 54-year-old woman who works at a family home in Buenos Aires. She's worked for them for decades, but when the family decides to sell the home and not take her, she has to decide what to do with her life. This stars Paulina Garcia from Narcos. And the last limited release we're talking about isn't really a limited release. It's a Netflix release for a movie called Anon. In a world without anonymity or crime, a detective meets a woman who threatens their security. This is a Netflix original movie that stars Clive Owen from Children of Men and Amanda Seyfried from Mamma Mia. Uh, now here's the thing with this movie, I don't know if it is actually getting theater time because according to IMDb it is, but we all know that IMDb is unreliable. So is it going straight to Netflix or is it going to hit the theater first? Uh, if this movie interests you at all, then look into it. But either way, it will come to Netflix. So if you just want to wait, you'll see it eventually. So now that we're done with that, we're going to jump into the four movies that are bigger releases and or limited releases that caught my eye. And remember, normally caught my eye could mean anything from it does look good or it looks so bad I want to just have a string of obscenities talking about it. Luckily, we don't have any of the latter. We have the former. But before we get into that segment, let's hear a word from our friends at Nerds of the Squared Circle. Stay tuned. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me, Snarf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! yeah! Then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? 
you should still listen to our podcast. Someone to read a comms, Nerds of the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds of the Squared Circle on someonenerdy.com. Ooh, you didn't see that one coming, did ya? If you're a regular listener, you know that I usually do three, uh, two breaks, but this time I thought, hey, maybe we'll do three breaks, just make them shorter. We'll see. And once again, if for all my listeners who've been listening for a while, all these changes I'm making, tell me what you think. I haven't heard any feedback about the limited releases because back in the day, for those of you who are new, I used to talk about every movie and I would give every movie a talk. And um, the episodes were starting to get longer. And then especially with movies that had or weeks that had a lot of movies in it, we would have really long episodes. And for some people, my future fans included, that wasn't a bad thing, but it just ended up taking a lot of time. And I I found myself repeating a lot of what I was saying is, oh, this movie doesn't look great, but it doesn't look bad, or just the same stuff with movies because I just wasn't interested enough to come up with original content. So now we find ourselves here. So always tell me what you think. Always let me know, and I will take it into consideration but the first movie this is a limited release that caught my eye and the first movie this week is the cleanse a heartbroken man goes to a retreat to cleanse himself and his spirit there he meets another lost soul and they soon learn that the cleanse releases more than everyday toxins this stars johnny galecki from roseanne anna frail from land of the lost Kyle Gallner from The Outsiders, or just Outsiders, Angelica Houston from The Addams Family, and Oliver Platt from Lake Placid. And here again, we have Johnny Galecki in something I want to see, something where he's not playing nerd blackface. So good for him. Um, This looks funny, though it kind of looks like if Wes Anderson directed Ghoulies. If you, if you don't remember, Ghoulies is a movie from 1984 or 1985 about this kid who's almost killed by his father in a satanic ritual or, or some shit. And then these little demons appear and start killing people. And the reason I bring this up is because with the in the cleanse, after they drink the cleanse, they are throwing up and they're shitting and they're just cleaning their bodies. But then Johnny Galecki decides to look in this clogged pipe to see what it is. And there's this little demonic creature there. So this is kind of a quirky comedy. And that's why I bring up Wes Anderson. Even though this isn't a Wes Anderson movie, you will you will know just from that just from that description if this movie's up your alley at all. Ken from the Watch Your Mouth Show, stay away from this one. You'll probably think it looks like, sh- but this looks interesting. If you want to see a really different movie, then this is one to put on your list. Let's put my hatred for Big Bang Theory aside. Johnny Galecki is good. I like him. In fact, a lot of the actors on that abysmal thing are good. It's just unfortunate that they're that they're there. So this one shows us or reminds us that Johnny Galecki can act. Angelica Houston, I never thought I would see her in anything like this. And Oliver Platt, I 100% expected to see him in something like this. This looks fun. This looks entertaining. But it also looks skippable. So if you really want to see something different, if you really want to see an indie comedy with a hint of sci-fi fantasy, kind of, because I'm, I'm not sure if these are... This is sciency at all, but it has this kind of hoary fantasy feel to it. Then check this out. The Cleanse gets a 5.5 out of 11. Next up this week is a movie that's a remake from a movie from 1987. And that film is called Overboard. A spoiled wealthy yacht owner is thrown overboard and becomes a target of revenge from his mistreated employee. This stars Anna Faris from The House Bunny. 
and Janiel Derbez from How to Be a Latin Lover, John Hanna from The Mummy, and Eva Longoria from Desperate Housewives. So if you don't remember, go uh, Overboard, not going Overboard, that's a different movie. <laughs> Overboard was a movie from the 80s starring Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. In the original, the roles were, were different. Goldie Hawn was a rich, spoiled heiress. Uh, Kurt Russell was, a, was the man he, she treated like crap. She falls overboard, loses her memory. He decides to pretend they're married to get revenge on her and make her appreciate the working man's life. This time it's it's a little different. Anna Ferris is the worker and Ingenio Derbez is the is the playboy billionaire or whatever who falls overboard and then she goes, oh, I can get revenge on him. So she goes to the hospital and says, oh, you're my husband. Come and then tells him, oh, you actually have three jobs and here are your different jobs. And she gets all these people in on it. And basically we watch this rich ass get his comeuppance. Who doesn't love that, right? Well, us. The most of the movie viewing public. I mean, sure, the, maybe the original. Yeah, go watch the original. Go watch a Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn movie and uh, be stoked because you're watching a Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn movie. And even though I I like Anna Faris, I like Ingenio Derbez, I don't want to see this because this looks so basic. This looks really, really bad. It looks like it's so disingenuine. Like there's not an honest laugh in it. It's all trying way too hard. It's nothing but pratfalls and easy humor and easy humor isn't always a bad thing there are a lot of easy jokes in like the 21 22 jump street movies which are some of my favorite comedies but those movies did it better and there's there's no reason to see this not at all unless you want to see a mildly family-friendly movie i i guess this is rated pg-13 but remember pg-13 movies are a little more adult than they were when a lot of us were younger so for my vote you skip this entirely and you never ever watch it overboard gets a two out of 11. all right everyone we're, we're gonna make this a short one look at that i i'm at the 26 minute mark pre-editing and we have two movies to go so the next movie this week the next one and this is another limited that made it uh, that made it out of the limited section is called bad samaritan a pair of burglars stumble upon a woman being held captive in a home they intended to rob. The burglars don't save the woman and instead run and become the target of the man who kidnapped her. This stars Carrie Condon from Rome and David Tennant from Doctor Who. And yes, we have David Tennant being another f***ing creepy bastard because he's so good at it. He spent years, well three years, he spent three years as the doctor, as my favorite doctor and just being this great and troubled hero and now now he's found this niche as a monster like did you watch jessica jones i, I didn't but i just hear he was a monster and now this and he lo it looks like he does a really good job being this bad guy and i actually can't wait so in the trailer he he goes to dinner and the, the, these people, their ruse is that they are valets. And so one person is the valet and the other person comes in and well, I guess also valet and drives a car off to the parking lot, but instead uses the navigation to go back home, case the place so they can rob it, either rob it there or rob it later. While the guy is casing the place, he stumbles upon this woman being held captive. She begs for help, but he is a pussy and he runs. And so David Tennant comes out, gets his car back, but could tell something's up because he's not a dummy. The kid goes to police, the police look into it and can't find any hint of anyone being held captive of this man's house. And now the man knows who did it and is coming after them. This looks like a good tense movie about these two 
idiots, these two criminals who, after being criminals, decide they want to do the right thing, but too bad they're idiots, and the bad guy is this brilliant person who is just coming after them, and can they survive, and is this type of movie where they will win because of their dumb luck? I think so. I think this is that type of movie. So I think in, in the end, David Tennant will lose and it will be because he either said something that one of the idiots remembered and used it against him later, or somehow he messes up and they capitalize. This looks like it's going to be a tense movie. It looks like it's going to be a thriller, a, a tense thriller, and it looks like it would be a lot of fun. Not fun, of course, in the same way as uh, Avengers or Jurassic Park, but fun in the way of Saw or The Collector. In fact, this movie kind of reminds me about the, of The Collector a bit, j just a bit. And the reason I just bring that movie up is because I can't think of another one. I can't think of a better, a better comparison. But I'm going to put this movie on my to-be-watched list. It doesn't look great, so I don't feel the need to put effort into seeing it, but it does look good. It looks like a solid film, that if this is your type of movie, that you should definitely put it on your watch list. And if not, just, just consider it. Watch a trailer. And then go on, go with your gut. Bad Samaritan gets a 6.5 out of 11. And finally is the pick of the week. And what is the movie that dares to think it can compete with Avengers Infinity War? Uh, well, it doesn't. It doesn't really think that at all. The pick of the week for this week is a dramedy called Tully. Marlowe is an overworked mother of three who gets the gift of a night nanny. She's hesitant at first, but warms up to the idea and ends up forming a bond with the nanny. This stars Charlize Theron from Mad Max Fury Road, Mackenzie Davis from The Martian, Mark Duplass from The League, and Ron Livingston from The Conjuring. And you've all seen posters for this if you have been to the theater any time in the past month or even two months. I've been seeing posters for this for a while. It's Charlize Theron kind of like on the ground, but looking up with like candy and like toy parts all over her face and Tully written on the side. And I thought this was going to be some sort of rough night or movies like that, you know, where it's going to be basically a girl's night out and they party and have fun. No, no, not at all. This looks like a charming and heartfelt movie, really, about this woman who is just about at her wit's end. She has three children. One of them's a toddler, a husband that like, isn't really there for her. And she desperately needs help, but refuses to ask for it. So her brother gets her a night nanny and she finds out that, yes, she did need help. And what I like about this movie is that it's not as basic as I kind of made it sound. The husband, played by Ron Livingston, isn't this evil, not, not just evil, but kind of pathetic man who just doesn't care. There are a couple scenes in the trades where, he show he, where it shows that he is caring, but maybe he doesn't realize that he's not doing enough. Because there are a couple scenes where like she's wiped out, but he's just sitting there playing video games and just kind of showing that he's not an, as active as of a father as he should. Of course, it seems like an, an older fashioned kind of relationship where she is the housewife. He works all day. So maybe he has it in his head that, hey, I work all day. I bring home the money. I deserve this after work. And, and while, yes, there is a point to that, I, I do believe there is a point to that. But raising kids and housework is everyone's job. And what I think this movie is going to be is basically Tully opening up their eyes to the way things should be. So she's basically this muse that comes out of nowhere. Well, not nowhere. You know, the brother hired her. But this muse that appears in their lives and tells them what they need to hear. So what I think is going to happen is Charlize Theron realizes that she 
She wants to be where she is. She would just like a couple little changes. Ron Livingston's going to realize, hey, maybe I should do a little more. Maybe just the fact that I work and bring home the money isn't enough. Or maybe just because I do that doesn't get me off being more of an active father. And then so that is all fixed. Maybe not overnight, maybe not instantaneously, but we will see the steps being made so we can have a happy ending that's also realistic. So it's not going to be this, oh, I changed my ways. Yay. Everything's better. Let's all shoot rainbows out of our asses or whatever like outrageously happy people do. But I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this at home because guess what? We have more important things to watch in the theaters. We have more important things that are in the theaters right now for us to watch. And then in the coming weeks, we have movies that are coming out that need to be watched as well. Hell, we have a funny looking comedy coming out next week. We have a very big comic book movie coming out the week after. We have a Star Wars movie coming out. This is the start of summer blockbuster season and Avengers started it early. We have a little lull this week where Tully is the biggest one. And then it just goes crazy from there. So welcome, ladies and gentlemen, my future fans. Welcome to the beginning of blockbuster season. Avengers Infinity War jumped the gun on it a little bit, but they started it off. This is the breather before every week is something big. Tully looks good. It looks like the type of movie you should watch, but watch it at home. Watch it at home one day, curled up on your couch with a blanket around you, a cup of coffee, tea, cocoa, whatever it is you want, and a snack, and just watch an enjoyable movie that will teach us what's really important in life, just in case we forgot. Or we can watch people who forgot what's important relearn it. Tully gets an 8 out of 11. And with that, we go into the question of the week. But before we do that, let's hear a word from our final friend, our final friend of the show, the Watch Your Mouth podcast. Stay tuned. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever interneting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall, filthy fucking language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every fucked up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of fucks and garnished with a crown of Shut the fuck up! How the fuck did we get here? Fuck all that, fuck a jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMpodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Well, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I took a day, sent out a tweet, and uh, you know what? I got one more answer about the question of the week. So before we get into that, we have an answer for the week, the previous week's question of the week and if you remember that was the time that i had taken two weeks off and a lot of podcasts actually had taken two weeks off but if you remember we had a question that went a little like this what would guarantee your death in a movie my example was in the movie a quiet place that that would be my my movie kryptonite i have trouble being quiet let's just say i can get through a day without coughing sneezing um popping my back knuckles uh, neck, tripping over something, running into something. Let's say I can do that. The minute I fall asleep and I start snoring, I am 
dead. Well, we did get an answer from good old Frat Matt. Frat Matt said, if I had to be still for a T-Rex. And that's a really good one. That is a good answer because that would get me too. Uh, just ask my wife. I have a big problem staying still. I fidget a lot. I, I don't do well sitting still. And when we're sitting watching wrestling or watching a movie or something, it annoys her to no end. So, Frat Matt, I, I can, I see where you're coming from on that. I can relate. Well, let's talk about the question for this week. This week, we had the question, what's your go-to movie snack? And so, let's start with Frat Matt, since I'm already on last week's episode of Future Flicks with Billiam. I'm just looking at the comments, and he says, Twizzlers, peanut M&Ms, and popcorn. Peanut M&Ms and popcorn used to be my go-to. It really did. I get it. I got it every time. I've never been a fan of Twizzlers, no matter how much I tried. I remember in the 90s, late 80s, early 90s, when they really tried to sell it to you, when you had the Twizzlers pull and peel, and it was this big deal. I wanted to get into it. I wanted to like it, but I've always been a Red Vine kid. And that that's a thing, isn't it? They're two different candies, but they're similar enough that you're usually in one camp or the other. You're either Red Vines or you're Twizzlers. And uh, I, I'm Red Vines here. The next answer we got came from Somewhat Nerdy's very own Snarf Chris. He is a co-host of both Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Squared Circle. And he says, Snowcaps is a childhood favorite of mine, which I'm not even sure they still sell at movie theaters anymore since I watch movies at movie tavern and get beer and chicken sliders now and when i was down there i wanted to go to movie tavern but then uh, there were a couple things that stopped me from going the one of them was well i only have a couple days there i, I want to record with my podcast friends i want to see them i want to hang out why waste time seeing a movie even though it's kind of my thing, but you know <laughs> that's how i looked at it but also the watch your mouth guys kind of talked me out of it which I don't regret. So next time I want to go there, I want to get some food, some beer and chicken sliders or hamburger or whatever and watch a film. Next time I will do that. And you know what, Snarf Chris? I don't know if they sell snow caps anymore. I do see them, but I see them at grocery stores or, or drug stores like a CVS, things like that. Anne answered. She said... Muddy Bears. Those are her, her favorite snack. We always buy a whole bunch of them when they're on sale at a at a Rite Aid or a Walgreens or someplace like that. And those are the chocolate-covered gummy bears. Those, those are her favorite. Those are her go-to. And for me, it's always complicated. I, I love popcorn, but I could easily skip popcorn. If I get popcorn, I'm going to munch on it the whole time, either popcorn or kettle corn. I'm just going to, like, ham-fist it into my gob. I'm going to yummy down on some of that shit. But if I don't get it, I don't care. I, I, I won't really miss it. What I need is a large soda. And even when I was off soda, even when I was uh, being more health conscious, trying not to drink sodas, focus on sparkling waters and things like that, which still weren't the best. But, you know, it, it's it, I would give myself that. I would still get a soda when I went to the movies I get a large root beer, large Dr. Pepper, large and, and wait for it. Watch your mouth. Wait for it. Large Pepsi. And then I I pair it with some sort of sweet. And what that sweet is. It tends to change more often than not. It is Reese's pieces because that's my go to. But I will also switch it out for those Haribo Coke bottles or either peanut or peanut butter M&Ms. But what I get most often, even though I switch it up a lot, most often is a large root beer, a popcorn and Reese's pieces. That's it for me. But you know what? Let's end this and talk about the question for next week. And that question is going to be this. You get to pick 
a lead actor, a lead actress, and a genre of movie. Make your dream movie. So to reiterate, you get to pick your dream movie. You tell us what the genre of the movie is and who the lead actor and lead actress are. Only one of each. I already asked a friend of mine at work this question, and she only did genre and actor. She she chose not to do an actress just because she was so excited for the uh, the combination she had already picked. So if you want to leave one of them out, if you don't want to talk about an actor, don't do it. If you don't want to talk about an actress, that's fine. But I at least need one of them and a genre, but ideally both. And with that, my future friends, it is time to wrap this up. Let's get into that housekeeping, and then we will send you along your way to listen to all of the other great podcasts in this network. You can find me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast app, as well as the Somewhat Nerdy website, that's somewhatnerdy.com. I'd really appreciate it if you take a few minutes out of your day to give the podcast a rating. I would love all of the stars possible, which is usually five. And then leave a comment. Tell me what I'm doing right. Tell me what you think I need to improve on. How do you reach me? How do you reach me to tell me this? That is a great question. Leave a comment for me on the Somewhat Nerdy website or Facebook page. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. You can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at BilliamSWN or email me at BilliamReviews at gmail.com. Be sure to check out the Somewhat Nerdy Radio and Nerds of the Squared Circle also on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. And don't forget the Friends of the Show, the Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Please don't forget to check out the Somewhat Nerdy site for all of our latest blogs and news. And finally, my dear friends, my dear, dear listeners, my future fans, please remember that no matter where life takes you, no matter what your week has in store, just take some time to catch a flick. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy signing off. I'll see you in the future.